0: Welcome and we are available on Spotify, Apple, Google and Amazon Music. Today we will discuss on the topic, Tech Trends that's Transforming Insurance Flexibility. And for now, I'm delighted to welcome our guest, Randall Bennett, who is the founder and principal consultant of Quicksand Insurance Services, which is a consultancy firm specializing in providing innovative insurance solutions. Prior to forming Quixent, Randall was the vice president of strategic partnership at SwissRe, and he was also the co-founder of an insurtech focused on auto insurance, besides being a product management leader at various insurance brands. So, Randall, a warm welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me. I love the energy, and that was a, a very succinct intro and background. I'm going to have to kind of copy that as much as I can when I give my own background. <laughs>
0: Well, well, welcome on board and great to have you for this show, Randall. Um, you know, just to jump on uh, to the, such a, I would say, you know, uh, in critical topic uh, within the insurance space that's primarily talks on your flexibility side and, you know, perhaps on the, you know, driven by the product uh, development and etc. So, you know, how, or rather in the rapidly evolving landscape of insurance, Technology is playing a pivotal role, right? And could you highlight specific technological trends that are currently transforming the flexibility of insurance products and how these innovations are reshaping the way insurers approach product development?
1: Yeah, so I think the first and primary, that's that's become a very big trend is AI and machine learning, right? So that's the, the biggest thing uh, that I think is happening in every sector, and it hasn't changed for insurance. Uh, every insurance conference I go to, someone is talking about the new AI uh, software that they've developed or the new AI integration that they can deploy um, and kind of the machine learning that comes from that uh, and that is being used throughout the insurance kind of value chain. Uh, then you start seeing the insure tech solutions that are popping up, and all these different new solutions that are trying to better understand the customer, better capture the customer, and better um, kind of uh, better make the customer experience a little bit better. Excuse me. So decrease the friction, uh, making that kind of quote bind smoother and happier. Uh, and then we've still seen some blockchain. So blockchain has been was uh, kind of had its big time in the sun, I would say about two, two three years ago. Um, and now it's still around and we're still trying to figure out ways to deploy it. Uh, so you're seeing a bunch of different ways that that is being deployed and actively used uh, now that it's gotten a bit more mature. And so I would say those are the big three, uh, AI, tech solutions and blockchain.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But do, do you see any specific challenges or rather best practices uh, you know, towards product management? When it comes to tech for insurance, because yeah, absolutely, you know, being in the being in the crucial part of the insurance value chain, you know how tech is actually enabling things for insurers as well as policyholders. This would be very interesting
1: to understand how this product part is shaping up. Absolutely. So uh, I think that when it comes to best practices, the first thing you need to consider is how the the technology is going to be used, right? So there's been a lot of um, I guess worry and concern that AI would be replacing jobs right that they would be taking away the claims professional and implementing this AI technology that would dissolve the need for an AI or dissolve the need for a claims professional themselves right. and I think that that's probably the biggest mistake that can be made uh, when you're going out and pushing this new information I think the best way that has been done is as a quote-unquote, co-pilot when it comes to these AI. Uh, So right now, there's not too many um, insurance, departments of insurance here in the U.S. at least, that are going to approve the use of AI on its own, flatly. Instead, they'll approve its use as a way to co-pilot, right? So for the claims adjudicator to be able to use AI to make their job a little bit easier, to find information more quickly, to find discrepancies from what was... Uh, the information that was presented a little bit easier, um, and still keeping their job, and then focusing on the client and on the customer. So I think that that's the biggest uh, kind of lesson learned that we have: not to scare off your your employees, not to scare off the industry by saying that your jobs are going to be eliminated, but by saying that your jobs are going to be more effective, um, happier, easier, and um, just a better experience. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. You know, you mentioned briefly. About AI and blockchain, right? So with the rise of insurtech and advancements in technologies like AI and blockchain, there's a significant impact on the flexibility of insurance offerings, you know, that we are currently witnessing. Can you share some real world Uh, examples or used cases where technology has been successfully harnessed to create more adoptable insurance products, perhaps, you know, meeting the diverse needs of the policyholders?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think on the front end, uh, um, auto insurance has done it really well um, with telematics, right? So telematics has been able to go into place and this was not something that's relatively new in terms of the last two to three years, but something that was a big driver for the last eight to 10 years. Uh, So being able to plug in or log into an app now, as opposed to having to put in an onboard device and monitor kind of your driving for a bit and then give you a customized solution and a quote has been incredibly helpful within the commercial auto space. So a lot of times you see a lot of the publicity and a lot of the commercials on your day to day for auto insurance for personal use here in the US, Uh, But this has been very helpful for when it comes to commercial use. So when we're talking about uh, delivery of medicine that has to be timed and it has to be refrigerated, uh, you have these IOT on board to understand when light is coming in, when um, the refrigeration isn't at the correct temperature, and to be able to track the driving to know when something has gone wrong and where along the route. Um, These things have made commercial auto insurance uh very kind of a a lot less risky and a little bit more um available for insurance if that makes sense yeah
0: yeah no absolutely Uh, you know looking at what do you say when we try to see how insurers best balances things right so how do you think insurers balance the adoption of new technologies to enhance flexibility in product development <laughs> while ensuring security compliance and a positive user experience for both customers and the industry stakeholders i mean this is something you know yeah they we all face on a daily day-to-day basis you know either you do that or you compromise on the other you really cannot get things all together at the same time right but when you talk about business when you talk about insurance especially which is a very heavily regulated industry, mm-hmm. security in an age of cyber, uh, you know, kind of cyber crimes and others, compliance as part of the regulated uh, industry uh, norms. It's something that insurers really cannot avoid, right? At the same time, they have to also understand how best to cater to their you know, uh, user mm-hmm. needs and the growing... Uh, the, gen, the new generations and their growing needs, their expectations, and so on and so forth. So how, how do you think that this balance can
1: be brought in? Man, that's a, that's a great question. So I think that the, the background that you need to always have in your mind is that insurance, I think, is inherently risk-averse, right? So mm-hmm. insurance companies… Yeah. Um, and they are the make... ones who
0: actually are in the management of risk.
1: Exactly, exactly. So they're, they're in the business of making money when, um, when they've balanced the risk and, and, they've, and they've understood it properly and they've uh, priced it accurately with the right premiums for that risk, right? So whenever I think whenever a new technology, a new innovation comes along, insurance wants to adopt it very quickly. But the fact is, is that they can adopt it very quickly for all of the reasons that you said as well is that you know it's highly regulated, um, they're managing risk, their profitability, everything that comes along with it. So it becomes this kind of incumbency, the incumbent who is looking at it from afar, exploring it as deeply as they can, and then slowly but surely trying to, to adopt it and integrate it. I think that the balance has kind of shifted with all of the investment and the innovation that's happened, right? So you have this insure tech podcast, all of the insure tech podcasts, all the insure techs that are coming into the the industry are creating this pressure for the incumbent to move more quickly and to adopt things that make things, uh, more efficient, faster, right? So the new wave of insure techs that came in that started using, um, Blockchain that started using telematics that started using AI are now pushing the incumbents to look and say, "Okay, how do we adopt this faster?" These all of these other incumbents are are, are 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 all of these other incumbents are evaluating the same ideas as we are. How do we beat them to it by adopting AI into our value proposition a bit sooner? So I think that it's been the insure techs, uh and this new innovation wave that has really pushed uh, in the the industry incumbents to start start adopting things more and faster
0: yeah yeah no absolutely but do you see do you see any challenges when it comes to you know bringing in technology to really counter the security aspect when it comes to payments and others
1: yeah of course i think that um i think that there's always challenges with this right so we see we saw a wave of um, ransom attacks uh, go up, right? So we see this happening. Uh, we see more and more where uh, data is, is falls into kind of unsecure hands and it, and it falls out. Um, you have all of these different incumbents that deploy granular programs to try to increase uh, security among their employees to not fall for ransom attacks to not fall for phishing attacks. Uh, so there's always this risk as you start bringing in more and more solutions um, and you start to to kind of disperse that responsibility a bit further, um, but I don't think it outweighs the the benefits that can be had, right? So a lot of good deployments decrease the the operational expenses for these incumbents. Being able to decrease that operational expense can lead to better pricing, can lead to more pre, to lead to better premiums and more profitability. So I think that it's very important. To do it and do it right, of course, the risk is out there, but that's a, that's where managing the risk comes into play.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's great, great thoughts there, Randall. But before we, you know, uh, uh, close the episode, I would just like to, you know, take some views as with respect to, you know, some sort of a closing thoughts that you would like to, you know, bring forward with respect to technology and product management.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I think the really the really important thing that I wanted to convey is kind of Quixin and our approach to, to these new technologies that are coming into play. So at Quixin, our whole goal is to focus on product, um, to focus on process, product, and profit. So we wanna get you from an idea of that you have today to better understand your clients, to better understand the risk, we wanna turn that into a, a product, an insurance product that you can go out and sell. And then we wanna get that product being profitable. And here we focus in the US when customers wanna, our clients wanna enter into the US insurance market. Uh, that's where we do a lot of our focus, as well as new insure tech incumbents that wanna come into the play uh, for insurance and start selling new insurance solutions. And i think that really what inspires us to do that is like i said the innovation that comes out of these new ideas and these new products Uh, being able to come out and deploy uh, these ideas in the real world being able to launch them with customers affects the industry and pushes innovation forward and that's something that quickson is really excited about being a part of Um, i think in my experience the the one of the fundamental stories I always talk about is that I was a product development manager, like you mentioned before, and it was always a product centered approach. I would come in and I would say, here's the new changes that the state have required us to make, go out and make these changes to the program. Here's the changes that need to be made to the marketing, to the claims, to all of the different um, kind of departments that were around the spoke of product development. And then I started working in an insure tech space and realized, oh, this is a bit backwards. Uh, Our clients should be coming to us, our customers should be coming to us saying, hey, here's what I want, and then let me now work creatively to figure out the solution to deliver the customers what they want within the framework of this regulation, within the framework of uh, my own uh, requirements from underwriting uh, claims and internal XYZ. And so all of this innovation I think is happening within the tax within these new incumbents that I think is really exciting.
0: No, no, absolutely. You know, I would just like to end by saying that, you know, particularly uh, focused on innovation and tax and as you mentioned of Quicksand, how you guys are really trying to, you know, uh, turn the table around when it comes to various key aspects of insurance, uh, you know, uh, performance and the value chain. So, and as you rightly mentioned, you know, innovation, is the heartbeat of, if you say, the new generation, right? And as these insurtechs are coming in, new brains are coming in, along with the technology, of course, you know, the the symphony of ideas, transforming the present, and what do you say, like, sculpting the future of insurance and how people buy insurance products, right? So it's time that we should all, you know, can we say this, that embrace... The dance of creativity, you know, completely far in the rhythm of innovation as the insurtex composes the melody of progress.
1: Oh, wow. I love this. Is this, is this something you have copyrighted? Embrace the dance of creativity? Because that is, that is fantastic.
0: (laughs) No, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's something, you know, uh, it's not just words, it's it's kind of reality that we all should, you know, really embrace in true sense, right? So unless you believe in it, you won't be able to do it.
1: Absolutely. I completely agree.
0: And with that, Randall, a fantastic discussion and thank you for sharing your thoughts today. A true delight to have you
1: as our guest. Surya, thank you for having me. It's been a
0: pleasure. And lastly, to wrap this up, you are listening to the Insurance Story podcast. And for that, thank you very much and see you at our next episode. Take care and stay safe. Goodbye for all.